1: Welcome to another episode of Pit Lane Parlay. We are here to preview. Oh, no, we're not previewing anything. We're going to make our car predictions. I don't really remember what we were doing, even though I literally just wrote it down. And as always, our IndyCar episodes are brought to you by our friends at Java House. There are five locations in and around Indy. I think maybe six now. There's one in one of the school libraries. If you're not in Indy. Like both of us, go to javahouse.com, use promo code, hit lane 10, and get 10% off all of your orders. Everything is good that they have there, so you can't go wrong on the website. I need a lot of coffee today. With that being said, we're going to make some predictions. We'll do a couple of very short St. Pete prediction. Everybody knows St. Pete at this point. We don't need to do a ton preview-wise in terms of what to expect at the track. Be a nice weekend. If you see Sarah down there, Sarah's representing us at the track this weekend, so you know we'll we'll make the best of being remote here and there, but let's rock and roll. you guys hear that tear that I just shed that we're we're not gonna be there, yeah, you know we'll probably do a little less on the travel front at least for the first half of the season, and we'll see where life takes uh. Takes me at that point, and my dissertation's getting interesting for heating up right now. So hopefully by the summer that'll be done, and I can go back to some more races. Yeah, yeah, we'll see if I can just get to a few this year. I don't know. I'm very dejected with the state of non-race car life right now, but Mm -hmm. I I, we we don't need to complain about that because I'm sure people are tired of me complaining on social media at this point. So St. Pete predictions. We're gonna keep it real simple. Because we pretty much know what to expect. Who's having a good weekend to start the year off? I think that... Darn, I thought we were going to go the season first, so you kind of tripped me up right here. Let me <laughs> think about that for a second. Who's going to do well in St. Pete? Who's... You know what? Uh, Colton Herda. It's a street course. Let's say Colton. All right. I am going to take Alex Rossi, I think. St. Pete's been one of his strongest course courses in Andretti the last number of years. So I I think, you know, going over to a new team and a fresh start at St. Pete is a really good place for him to start. Who's having a bad weekend? A bad weekend is probably. Do I have to say a driver or a team? You can do either. I think I'm gonna to have to unfortunately say that Santino's not gonna have a good weekend. I don't think that the Foy cars are gonna be great. And then I know, I mean, not to, you know, discount his abilities on road and Street courses, but he's definitely an Oval uh prodigy. Yeah, definitely stronger on the ovals. Although the 2020 when he did the five Ray Hall races, he had a couple good results like Detroit, Belle Isle, he had a a, a ninth or tenth place finish in better equipment. True, fair point. I will take. I don't know. Let's let's be different. Let's say Joseph is gonna have his first like big struggle at at St. Pete. Wow, that's the total hot take. I'm probably gonna be wrong. I'm sorry, Joseph. Still love you. Okay, so we're gonna wrap it up with an easy one here. Will we have a safety car dilemma like a couple of years ago when the safety car ran out of gas? <laughs> we have a new we have a new safety car this year with the tight bar. I then I don't think so. Okay, well, in that case, I'm going to say one of the wheels falls off the safety car. Who wh- who made the safety car then? What kind of car was it? I think it was a Honda still. Oh, it still was. Okay. Oh, yeah. was it the. Um, I think it was a Civic Si. Okay. And so what do you say they have now? The Type R? It's, it's the Type R. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was the Type R before too, but the new generation obviously yeah, just yeah. came out. So I don't, that thing looks cool. It does. Okay. This is the so, 20th year of st pete for indycar i just realized that 2003 was the first year did we miss a year in there at all no i just checked and i don't think so um i mean obviously the first two years were uh oh never mind i was wrong 2004 (laughs) it didn't happen Uh, i mean why i don't understand but anyway it happened all the other years so 2003 then we skipped 2004 and then it happened all the other years so i guess we have to wait a year for it to be the 20th one we can call this the 20th anniversary or, or something like that I, they'd yeah. probably be hyping it up if it actually was so true. no wonder i was surprised why i was like oh it's the 20th one and they haven't said anything about that true oh i forgot to put the grid rival le- note uh, link in our show notes for the f1 episode so real quick before we do season predictions <laughs> make sure to join, join the grid rival league i'll actually put that out the fantasy IndyCar free uh, product i'll make a league tonight or tomorrow tonight as in thursday night not friday night so yeah. i will post that as soon as it wasn't working the other day when i tried all right let's do some season predictions you know should be i, I don't know what to expect from this year so let's just dive right into it who's your who's going to be your driver of the year driver of the year is going to end up being and i need to pull up my my list because i'm like forgetting It just seems like it's been so long this offseason. Maybe we always say that, but who knows? I'm going to go for a dark horse. I'm going to say Augustine Canapino is going to be the driver of the year, and he's going to really impress. He's going to pull like a uh, Scott McLaughlin and show that uh, touring car drivers know how to wheel it in an open-wheel car. All right. On, On the touring car note, I'll take Scott McLaughlin. I think that's a relatively popular pick, but... Probably team, but. Of team of the year. I'm going first. I'm going to kind of take a page off your book and go with you. as the team of the year this year. Cool, that'd be fun to see. I think Aaron McLaren. Okay. I think yeah, they've was... got their lineup this year and they were really coming on strong last year. That's actually, that was my next one. And I'm going to jump down on the predictions list here. And I think I know your answer, but one of my kind of more fun predictions is, will McLaren regret scaling to three cars? I'm going to guess your answer is no. Yeah, I'm going to say no, because I think of any organization that can just kind of expand as much as they want, they are one of them. I'm also saying no. I know that's boring, but, you know, I don't I don't believe so either. I think all three are strong drivers. All right, let's see here. Find your 2022 IndyCar standings. The next que- for the next for for a question from now, uh, now's question is what will be the biggest surprise this year? So similar to yesterday when we did F one, it can be a driver, it can be a race, it can be a team, you know, whatever, how whatever fun you want to have with this surprise of the year. Hmm. There's not a lot that I feel like is going to be really like shocking that I can think of. Let's do a hot take of some kind then. And say that Catherine Leg outperforms all the other Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan drivers at the five hundred. I dig it. All right, that's fun. I am going to say that Team Penske does not have a between Newgarden and Power. One of them has a a down year. So Penske as a whole does not look as strong as they typically do on a year-by-year basis. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. Now we're going to go to similar question from yesterday. You're looking at the 2022 standings. Who is jumping up the most in the standings? And then who is plummeting down the standings the most this year? This is driver. Yes. We're not going to worry about team for IndyCar. All right. I think... Heading up the order is going to be Christian longard okay. He was 14th, I think. Yeah, 14th yeah. last year. I feel like this is like way too easy. I'm going to take Kyle Kirkwood, even if he doesn't have a good year. Oh. He has nowhere to go but up. So. Fair, because where was he? 24th. 24th, yeah. I think you probably just won that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never know. Crazier things have happened. And who is dropping the stand on the standings for the most this year? Hmm, that's not easy, but I think that Renus. I think Ed Carpenter's not going to do well this year. I don't know why, but I'm just guessing that. Unfortunately, all right. I this is a little bit tougher. This might be hot takey, but let's let's have some fun. I, I'm I'm feeling spicy today. Let's say Marcus Erickson does not have as good of a year as he did last year. I could see it. I mean, 500 is no longer double points. So Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Will anyone driver-wise or, I don't know, anybody of importance on a team get fired this year? Yes. Uh, Do I have to say who? Sure. Do you mean fired during the season? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say, yeah, there'll be some strategist who gets fired at some point for a team that's not not doing well. Okay. I don't know who that's going to be, but I'm going <laughs> to go for that. Yeah, I dig it. I'm going to say an Andretti team person loses their job when they have more kerfluffle issues throughout the season. Okay. What do we have next? Rookie of the year for 2023. So Stingray... Canapino, Ben Peterson, and Marcus Armstrong. And our buddy David Malukas already picked Stingray. Yes. This is one of the ones that we we posed to him, we posed four questions to him, so I'm going to just throw that one in there. He picked Stingray, so I guess we are going to go with other ones. Uh Marcus Armstrong for me. I feel like is the obvious choice. All right, I'll take Canapino. Okay, rookie of the year. All right, kind of not necessarily IndyCar or just on track related. When will Silly Season kick into high gear this year? Last <laughs> year we made it to, I don't know, May ish when, when it took off. And then obviously Pelos uh, insanity in, in the summer, whenever that was. So when's it going to happen this year? I'm going to go with just at the beginning of June at like the Detroit race weekend. Okay. I'm going to say at Long Beach. All right. So that's April. Mm-hmm. Will we have a surprise one-off entry? Maybe not at the 500 at this point. But, you know, later in the year when we see, you know, who was it last year? Simona and Proto Autosport kind of join in for a couple of races. And you get, what was it, Pato and Colton with Steinbrenner, Harding a couple of years back. Something like that. Something that you're not predicting at this point in the year. Yeah, why not? I'm just going to guess that one of the Formula E drivers that's been kind of sniffing around comes over here and makes an appearance. That's a good one. I'm going to say yes as well. I'm going to say it's like Dreyer and Reinbold actually does something other than the 500 this year since Stefan and Cusick Motorsport are with them. So maybe there's some more energy behind doing another race so that'll be mine okay now this we've had a couple left for actually we have more than a couple left i'm I'm skipping around on my list here because i have looking at my list add right now 500 (laughs) winner okay so david already said takuma okay in that case i am going to pick Pato. Okay. I'm taking Scott Dixon. I think he's been so close at the last, I don't know, essentially every year almost, except the year he crashed. And I think, I think it's, he's going to, it's weird saying Scott Dixon is going to break through, but I think he's going to break through. Season championship winner. Okay. So for this one, David picked Scott. Okay. Dixon. Which, I mean, Always, always a safe choice. Yeah, can't go wrong there. For season champion, I'm going to go with. This is harder because I don't want to pick someone super obvious. Yeah, I want to be a little bit unpredictable. Hmm. But no one's standing out to me. Really, so I'm just gonna go with. You know what? Let's do maybe a hot take. Felix Rosenquist. Oh, okay. Why not? I was going to take Rossi, but I don't want to take two McLaren drivers. So I will say. That'd be cool if he won championship. Yeah, yeah. So Rossi is who I want to win, but for the sake of predictions. Get ready, race fans, because the ultimate NASCAR experience is about to hit the airwaves. Welcome to Pit Pass NASCAR, the podcast that takes you deep into the heart-pounding world of NASCAR racing. Join us each week as we bring you closer to the NASCAR action with exclusive interviews and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers, team members, and industry insiders. So whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. I'm launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at Pass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast.
0: Running should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along the planted runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you.
1: And, you know, our bet of nothing but pride and ego at the end of the year. I will take. I will take. Alex Polo. That's pretty safe choice. Yeah, I know. I couldn't it. Well, I went off with Rosenquist for some reason. And you guys picked Dixon and Pillow. So screw (laughs) screw off. So the worst. All right. This is a two parter. Best and worst race of the year with the Indy 500 not being eligible to be picked. Okay. So the best race of the year. You know what? I'm saying that the new Detroit race is going to be awesome. That was going to be the best. Damn it. All right. Well, I will take. I will take Gateway. Fair. Later later in the season. Okay. Worst race of the year. Will be Portland. Okay. That's an easy pick. I I will take I will take Nashville. That was also a consideration I had. Yeah, I I just feel like especially with the fact that the football stadium is being the new stadium is being built you know what after this football season so this is going to be the last theoretically the last year of the current layout Mm -hmm. so there's not going to be any changes nobody really gives a shit clearly and that's not a dig at indycar the track i just don't think they care that much to change it and we're going to see another year of probably a stupid amount of chaos with a four-hour race and three red flags and Joseph Newgarden taking jabs at Grosjean and Devlin this year, or something crazy. So, yeah, I guess that's kind of slightly hot takey as I expand on it. But, yeah, National is my pick. Okay. Hopefully we're there again for that then. To suffer yeah. in the heat. Yeah, that's a, that's a good target sometime around at that point. Let's see here. I don't even know if I'm doing the 500 at this point. Life is so difficult right now. Just manifest that you are. Yeah, so hopefully it happens. Yeah, yeah. Fair point. We'll let's sleep see. in a van. I'm not against it. I, I listen. You know me. I sleep well anyway. True.
0: Okay. Be, like sleep. curling
1: up on a bench somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't,
0: wouldn't be, be the dog. first time.
1: <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. All right. Let's see here. Will a Foyt car have a top five finish this year in a race? Not, not in the season. Ooh. Yeah. You know what? Santino's going to do well on one of the ovals. Okay. He'll have a top five somewhere. All right. I will double down on that and say that yes, and both of them will have a top five finish this year. That would be highly impressive from Ben Peterson, given that Kyle Kirkwood couldn't even do that in a Foyt car. So yep, well, if that happens, that would be a big deal, I think. Yes, agreed. Okay, so let's see here. One or two more. Will there be Andretti Autosport drama this year? Yes. Or, more so on the track than this is not in, in, including the F1 political drama. No, there will be. Okay. I can see, unfortunately, I think Kyle Kirkwood and Colton Herda are going to get into it somewhere. I think the, neither of those guys back off. Yeah, that's All right. Actually, the three of them, when you when you add in Grosjean, could be pretty spicy. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I didn't even think about the fact that they are all pretty, you know, that Andretti team in general is one of the more aggressive on track from a driver standpoint out of any team. Yes, I would, 100%. Okay. Do you have any predictions from the that I have not gotten to? Yes, uh, first win. So drivers is going to get their first win, and he said Kirkwood. Okay, I will say yes, Marcus Armstrong. Oh, okay, cool. Well, then he would definitely deserve a Rookie uh, okay, of the Year. Uh, I, I guess I'm going against my Canapino pick on that one. Not really, but fair enough. Well, no, I mean, he's doing all the races. So I mean, sure. even if Armstrong wins a race and does really well, Canapino could outdo it. You're you're not like trapping yourself there. I would say, who's going to get their first win? Oh, well, you know what? I'm going to pick David because he didn't pick himself. So okay. I could see Malucas bringing a win to to uh coin. I was about to say Foy <laughs> because. Not, and that's not just because of our kind of bias a little bit towards him, like thinking about it completely objectively. I really could see him winning a race. All right. I dig it. Well, we're we'll up at there. The race green flag is at 1230 on Sunday. Qualifying is at 230 on Saturday. Saturday qualifying is on Peacock practices on Peacock at three on Friday and Saturday morning at 10, I think or 10 30 and yeah so during so, the F1 race uh F1 qualifying oh yeah Saturday you said yeah, okay yeah, yeah. So, so dual screen that yes 100 and indy lights their race is I Whoa. think it's 10 a.m Sunday morning so I think the press conference is at 11 a.m anyway you went with the old phrasing yes I'm sticking with the old and, phrasing. You, and the way you said it like You thought about it it and did it on purpose. Yes. (laughs) I'm going to go with Indie Lights until somebody scolds me for using Indie Lights. I'm going to start calling it Indie NXT. Like, I don't understand that it's next until they change it. (laughs) Yeah, it's my least favorite thing that happened this offseason. And I don't, I'm not, I'm just not a fan. Just not a fan of it. Just put the E in. Like, taking the E out to try to be edgy doesn't make it cooler for me. At least make, like, the N a cat like all the letters of capital and they make like the e like lowercase so it like looks like trendy or something man look at us with aren't our marketing ability aren't i so cool it's like they actually know how to do it and we i know nothing are doing it from the armchair so I- i'm sure this was a change that they thought about i'm doing it from a wooden chair that is not comfortable in my parents house so you know i'm so cool right now a wooden chair yeah it's you- not It's like the spare chair that's like kept in the basement for when company is over. Like that's my desk chair for right now until I'm out of here. Is it usually placed in a corner? Yep. Sorry. I'm shaking my head. Like people can see me and they can't. Well, we'll wrap it there. Check out for check out the socials all weekend for the fantasy stuff. And. Oh, I need to send Sarah the Twitter login so she can post from that. And, yeah, check out Sarah's posts this weekend. If you see posts at the track, it's not from us. And everybody, have a lovely weekend of racing. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.